Welcome to the Charlotte Shields Coaching Podcast. I have real answers from real spouses of how to uplevel your marriage, even if you've lost hope. You can be the spouse you want to be, and you'll feel appreciated, cared for, and desired again. Let's create your marriage miracle. It's simple, but not easy. Nothing worth having ever is. Stick around to learn what it takes to create the marriage you've always dreamed of. everyone. I have one of my young women from when I was a leader in Oregon. Her name's Melissa Ford, and she's amazing. And what I'm so excited about is that she has learned everything I've learned at age 50 in her 20s. She is wise beyond her years. I cannot wait. I've coached her and also she's taken my classes and I cannot wait for you guys to hear the things she's learned and how far she's come When I think of Melissa, I have this quote that I love, and it's, you were given this life because you are strong enough to live it. And when I think of Melissa, that, that phrase always comes to my mind because she's a fighter and she also is really humble. Like she's willing to learn. She's willing to try to figure things out and work hard at it. So with no further ado, Melissa, let's, (laughs) let's get going. Thanks so much, Shari, for having me. Um, I just want to say, like, you are uh, all all of that right back at you (laughs) because you've you've done this work, too. And I'm so grateful you have because you've been pretty pivotal in my life for um, helping me do this work and inspiration to me. So thank you so much. It has been really fun, super fun and a lot right? A lot to learn. Yes. <laughs> For both of us. Um, so let's start with what's the hardest part in your marriage that before you learned what you know now, like what was the hardest thing for you? Um, so there were a few things going on, um, to, in order to kind of explain that though, you're going to need some context of, um, it was mostly circumstances. So, um, Daniel got really sick uh, a few years ago and he honestly, 80% of what was going on for me then was mostly due to that. Um, I mean, we were still figuring out marriage at the time too. So pretty newly married, but right. um, basically he had some health issues that caused him to not be able to work anymore. And we were kind of just blindsided by this whole situation. (laughs) And along with that came a lot of just complications within our marriage because um, of the nature of the health issues. So a lot of it was brain related, um, which a lot of health issues are, but um, he, he did have anxiety and he did have um, some mental issues, but primarily it was like, um, things going on physically that were causing a lot of brain stimulation, which is crazy. It sounds crazy, but it's, it's totally real. And, um, like like he would get overstimulated the way, um, and like an autistic kid does, or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and he just couldn't handle a lot of things that any functioning normal adult would be fine with. Um, So because of that, we had a hard time communicating and we had a hard time um, 
with a lot of just everyday normal things like planning and making decisions together. Um, he was mostly, so he kind of turned over, um, the business to me, the, you know, managing money, all of it, like he, he could not do any of it. And, you know, he could barely go anywhere. Couldn't go to family gatherings, it was just super hard. So a lot of circumstances, like, like I said, yeah, that's <laughs> um, hard out of stuff too, especially when you guys were so young. Yeah. Like, how old were you when this started happening? Um, so I was, I think or 24. Yeah. Yeah. Around there. Um, 24, 25. I mean, and you don't have a ton of experience in marriage or life at this point. <laughs> exactly. Really yeah. <laughs> a lot to be thrown at you. So so tell yeah. Us, yeah. What else? And, well, I was going to mention, I think part of it was um, to just like he had some issues, like I mentioned previously with anxiety. And mm-hmm. we kind of knew that when we got married, but not quite to the extent that it was, uh, you know, when we started to peel back the layers, um, we realized it was much worse than he ever knew. And mm. um, a lot of things started to come out like he had. um kind of issues with anger a little bit um and that had never happened before in our marriage like that wasn't him at all and so it was really kind of scary for me because uh I was like I don't really recognize this person that I live with anymore um and it wasn't that he had changed it was just he was really sick and um you know his body was acting up in all kinds of different ways and we did have him um, doing a brain rewiring program that helps with all of those things. But because we were living with his parents at the time, that brought a whole other slew of issues and complications that made it kind of difficult to um, to make progress very quickly with that. So, yeah, just a whole lot of things that made it difficult for any kind of like connection between us, any kind of intimacy Um, I couldn't ask him questions. That was a trigger for him. Just made it really hard to communicate just everyday normal things that should be totally fine, but we're not anymore. And so (laughs) it was kind of circumstantial for us, but Mm -hmm. that's, that's what was hard. Mm -hmm. So what did you realize after learning life coaching skills and tools in your marriage? Um, a lot of things, <laughs> so many things. Um, one thing that I, th- I think the biggest thing was really just that despite the circumstances being out of my control, that there were so many things that were in my control that I just didn't realize before. And I didn't realize the influence that I had. And I didn't realize the different way that I could show up and bring energy to our marriage um, that would support him through this. And I think that really made a huge difference for me. Um, but in addition to that, I also realized like none of my husband's issues were mine to solve and I needed to let him do this. And you know what my role was in this kind of trial that we were going through together, (laughs) that my role was to support him and 
to meet his needs as I was able to, but my, my role was also to take care of myself. And that was a huge eye opener for me just to realize that because, um, <laughs> we all know how important self-care is and you talk about this all the time, but yeah, I, I didn't like, I really grew up in the church, like thinking, taking care of everyone else first is what you're supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I did not see taking care of myself as a priority and I didn't see it as a responsibility either. And that has totally changed. And I really think that's a huge part of why I'm able to show up now as more the wife that I want to be in our marriage. I saw a huge shift in you just when you got that concept. I feel like, I feel like it was, <laughs> was a shift that was yep. palpable. I was so impressed yeah. that you were able to do it because a lot of people can't. And you were just like, nope, that's his, nope, that's his, or this isn't about me or what other I'm trying to think what other things that you used that helped you in that situation. Do you remember? I think this isn't about me was a big one. Was it or no? Yeah, that was big. Yeah. And, um, I mean, and I think part of it too, was, um, still being able to respect him and love him for who he was, despite who he was being at the time. Right. And, right. Um, who he was showing up as because I knew it wasn't his true self. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew like, I felt the the spirit confirm that um, multiple times. And I knew just God gave me that sense. But I think, yeah, um, basically what helped me yeah, was being able to correctly categorize every action or word that he took or said, recognizing this is the sick brain talking. This isn't my husband. Yes. (laughs) And even if it was him, either way, like it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter, but that thought did help me. Yeah. But, um, but it doesn't have to mean anything about who he's going to be in 10 years. And it doesn't have to mean anything about me right now. Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't mean anything about who, you know, he thinks I am. It just really doesn't have to mean anything for our marriage. And that was really huge practicing that. I, I should have said this in in the introduction because I want, I forgot, but I wanted to just say how I feel like you've always involved God in this, in your problems, including in this, these marriage issues that you were having. And I love how you talked about how, but just by going to God, you knew the truth of the situation. So you tell me any more about that. Like, was that a big thing for you? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like when I was still first starting out with this work and I was kind of doing it on my own, didn't have any coaching or anything, um, figuring it out by trial and error. Right. Um, that was one of the biggest, um, comforts that I had was any time that he had some kind of episode or outburst or something, Um, I would just be like, I don't know how to react because, because I was in the space where I was like, okay, I'm not reacting anymore without thinking, but how am I supposed to react? And I would just go, go to the Lord and I would just cry and I would pray and I would like ask him to please help me know what I'm supposed to do here. And, you know, what does it really look like? And he 
just showed me like, I see you in this circumstance and I, I acknowledge you and I honor you for staying in it and for, you know, sticking with it though. It's, it's hard. And I, like, I just felt that reassurance from him every single time. And that was really where I, I grew the closest to my savior because, um, if I hadn't had like been forced into that circumstance, I don't know that I would have like turned to him as much. And, um, I, I told Daniel, like, I don't rely on you. I rely on God. And I think this is the advice I give the young YSAs in the branch that we, um, Uh just got released from actually. But, um, yeah. So is, is when you're married, like you need to understand that God is in your marriage and, um, no matter what your spouse does, does or does to you no matter how they hurt you because they will hurt you <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. but one that god is with you you can rely on god he is trustworthy and and you can count on him um and two he can heal the things that your spouse hurts you with he can heal the things your spouse cannot heal and he can help you through those hard times that you have with your spouse that yeah. was, that was, I think one of the best things I learned. Yeah. And I got that for me when our sessions, I'm like, wow, she's got God in her back pocket. She really does. And <laughs> I do believe that these things that we go through in marriage, they, they create this relationship with heavenly father. We wouldn't have otherwise. So yeah. what did you already, finish, did you already answer this? What changes do you think you made that were different than before? Um, do you, did you already answer that or no? I don't think so. Um, I would say, um, I, it took me a while to grasp the model and how to apply it. And I think what I finally started doing was applying it and not just that, but, um, I guess, also not necessarily changing my thoughts and feelings, but allowing them. I really focus on acceptance a ton because I was in this circumstance that I did not expect. And that was fine for me to feel, you know, a little bit of grief over that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed to, in order to process through it, it took me a long time to wrap my head around what was going on mm-hmm. and that was okay. And I, I learned to, believe that in myself and I I needed to learn how to manage my own thoughts and emotions um so that I could be there for Daniel and that was I don't know probably almost one of my biggest motivating things because I really did want to be there for him um but if I was a mess I couldn't and I recognized that and so I needed to be um self-reliant in that I was relying on God and myself in order to coach myself through these things. And, um, and I had support too, but, um, you know, getting that heavenly help and getting whatever other help that I needed and then self-coaching, um, that was huge. I think being able to separate, like we talked about separating the circumstance from, um, whatever meaning I'm assigning to it and recognize it's just a circumstance. Mm-hmm. You know, he said or did this it doesn't mm-hmm. have to mean anything. And I can choose what I make it mean. And I can choose how I show up after whatever that is. What helped you the most 
in not reacting how you wanted to react or you felt like you might like, cause I know you started just reacting in a really Christ-like way and not like fighting back or being defensive. How, what happened <laughs> with that? Cause I know you got a lot better with that. Yeah. Um, I think allowing, um, allowing my emotions was huge for that. Um, recognizing it was okay to feel, um, hurt by things. Um, really just being free with, you know, letting myself feel what I needed to feel, um, and not be okay, but also to let him feel what he needed to feel and let that be okay too. It was really just a matter of practicing that, I think. And, um, once I got to a point where I really believed that it just came naturally in those situations, Mm -hmm. um, it was, yeah, a matter of practice and figuring out like, who do I really want to show up as in that moment? And when I practiced that over and over again, um, yeah, it, it came naturally when, when it came down to it. I love that. That is so good, Melissa. So how did he react? How did he react as you started changing and not being defensive and just being an emotional adult, really? Because yeah, (laughs) exactly. And not taking on his emotions, which Mm -hmm. you also quit doing. You're just like, he can be upset, but I don't have to be upset. Yeah. I think that was a little hard for him to grasp for a while. Yeah. Yeah. um... Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, and it's natural to mirror the emotions of the people that were around. Right. Right. So that's a natural thing. But, um, when I was refusing to mirror his emotions and really just staying grounded in what I wanted to feel in those circumstances, um, I could tell that he was kind of, well, surprised for one, but, um, he was actually able to ask me for help more and it allowed him to get out of his, whatever prideful space he was in and be a little bit more humble and vulnerable with me and, and actually say, Hey, I actually need some help right now. Like, I know this isn't me and I need some help. (laughs) And even though you're fine, like, I'm not. And can you help me out a little bit? So yeah, he, um, I think I created that space for him to be who he was and let that be okay. And then also to kind of lift him up when he needed it. Mm-hmm. I think there's something too, and it's, it's not in a mean way, but, but there's something about silence and not reacting kind of indicting yourself. Like when someone is just silently taking it instead of reacting to it, you almost not in a mean way, but you kind of realize, oh, this might be my thing instead of her problem and her fault. Right. Yes. That was a huge thing too, was just, I realized that part of my influence and power was to, yeah, kind of show him and let him see who he was being and, um, like give me the, 
um, benefit of the doubt, I guess that I'm, mm-hmm. um, you know, that I'm not reacting to it and I'm, I'm really just here for you. I'm not, you know, I'm not your enemy. I'm not trying to, um, make it harder on you. And yeah, that, that always was powerful to me was he would, he would immediately know, you know, he knows what is acceptable and not acceptable behavior. Um, but the fact that I wasn't reacting to it, I think helped a ton for both of us. And that's hard. And I'm so proud of you for doing it. I really think you're amazing. So when did you, when do you think you realized that something was working, Melissa? Like something was actually making a difference and working. Do you remember that? Or was it all kind of mushed together? Um, It was very gradual. Yeah. Uh, but I think those moments when I was <clears throat> in a difficult circumstance with him, when he was having a reaction or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was able to completely um, stay calm and keep my peace about me, um, despite <clears throat> how escalated he's gotten, that was huge to me. And I realized, like, I have total control right now. And I, and I'm, my mind is clear. And I can ask myself the question, what is needed? What, you know, what does Christ-like love look like in this situation? And I didn't always know the answer immediately, but I had the room to ask those questions. And from there, I could learn what it looked like through experience. And as I've done that, I, I think I, I have started to, you know, because um, I think just, again, that freedom and that control, it, it reminded me of um, how Christ reacted to people who would tempt him in the scriptures. And I was like, that's how I want to be in these situations. And I, that's how I, I knew that this, you know, this work was a true, like gospel principles incorporated because it, it gave me that ability. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's (laughs) what I felt like it did for me too. I wanted the how to do it. I knew I wanted to have charity and love and forgiveness and all the things, but the how was stumping me which is yeah. something for a lot longer yeah. than we you. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Thankfully you are, have already got your answers and you're just so mentally and emotionally healthy. I'm just so proud of you. So, I mean, what would you tell your past self if you could go back to those really hard things that you went through? I could go back. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't, wish away any of that process honestly it, it was all necessary um and and i like i said i i felt the grace carrying me through it um it was still incredibly hard <laughs> but yeah. i think i just tell myself it's going to be okay um it's you know it's you're in the the trenches right now it's hard it doesn't look or feel like it's going to be okay right now, but it is. (laughs) And, um, rely on God, you know, get familiar with who Jesus Christ is and, and who God is and how he's helping you through this. Um, and how he wants you to show up in your marriage for Daniel. Um, Mm -hmm. 
really. I think those, those are the biggest things. Um, that and humility. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's you know? a hard one. That's a hard one. <laughs> it is hard. Yeah. I was just talking to someone yesterday and they said they got into it with their husband and they were saying, you have anger issues. And their husband turned around and said, you're angry right now too. And they were like, Oh, dang it. I am. Yes. Like, yes. And it's so funny how our emotions so often that we feel like we're, or the other person end up being partly us too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bummer, but that's where the humility comes in, where we go, oh, I have a little bit to think about in this too. Yeah, exactly. And so do you have a timeline? Like how long do you think it took to get to a, I mean, how many months or what, what was, did your timeline look like? Cause mine was pretty much a year as <laughs> it felt like, yeah. Uh, was in a really, really, really bad place to where I felt joy and like, this might work and we might be fine. So what would, what did yours look like? Um, I can't, I can't remember. I wish I could remember exactly when I kind of started looking into all this, but, um, honestly, it was probably longer for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, there were a lot of other, like I said, circumstances shifting and changing within that. So, um, it was not my main focus for a while. I didn't, um, I don't think I fully embraced it for at least a couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. and then once I fully embraced it, probably, yeah, about a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, because it was a while before that, when I was still figuring out what the mm-hmm. heck is going on and, you know, right. <laughs> Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, there's a piece of that where you just are trying to figure out how you got into this in the first place. Yeah. And <laughs> and you know, like I was in a place where I was I was essentially taking on both of our roles. And so I was working, I was managing all the money, you know, right. doing all the cooking, Making doing every decision. Yeah. yeah, it was a huge burden. Like I honestly could not have done that without God because it was it was really hard. And it gave me a little bit of like more respect for him too, because I just think this is what men are made for and this is what they excel at. And I do not. And so, um, yeah, it gave me a huge appreciation for him, um, for him being able to do that role again, you know, yes, like <laughs> yes. huge, right? So huge. Yeah. So how do you feel like your marriage is different now? Um, we have just so so much more um connection and intimacy and i mean we have we have it back you know what i mean but he's still he's still coming out of it he's not mm-hmm. fully healed mm-hmm. um, but i know how to handle all of the situations that come up or at least i know how to handle my emotions and i know you know, I have confidence in that. And so, you know, even if things do happen from time to time that maybe, uh, <laughs> throw you off your game. <laughs> yeah. Throw me off my game a little bit. Yeah. Um, I can bounce back pretty quickly and, um, he knows, and he, he, I think has gained the confidence to know that he can trust me when I say that I have got this or that I do not got this, you know, like, I, he knows I'll be honest with him about my needs and about what I can and can't do. And I don't think I was that way before. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know, you know, I didn't even know myself. And so, 
<laughs> yeah, you've come leaps and bounds in, I think, that for sure. Yeah. I've seen it like with my own eyes. So that's absolutely true. And that's hard work. You've done such yes. hard work, Melissa. <laughs> so, I mean, you're so mature and amazing for your age. I just, I've been always so amazed by you. So, so what's the best advice for those struggling right now in their relationship? What is your advice to them? Because you've been through it. You've been through the gamut. So I think you have a lot of wisdom to share. Um, I think the biggest thing you have to ask yourself is, do you want to be right? Um, that your spouse is 100% of the problem, or do you want to be happily married? Um, and then just consider that everything you believe about marriage is wrong (laughs) because most of us have false beliefs, especially early on in marriage. Oh yeah. And, um, be willing to be wrong, be willing to be humble and, you know, examine those, those beliefs. Um, don't let them hide and don't let them ruin your results. Um, examine them, bring them out in the light and see if they ring true with, you know, the results that they bring using the model. And, um, if they don't, have the courage to change them. I love that. That's exactly how I, that the same exact thoughts that I have about that. So I want you, Melissa, to acknowledge yourself for what you did. That was so hard. Like, what did you do that made all the difference and just acknowledge how awesome you are pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the hardest thing that I had to do was, um, learning to love myself, honestly, uh, mm-hmm. and know who I am and believe that I had, I had it in me to do this <laughs> with mm-hmm. God's help, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think just, I'm grateful. I was willing to put in that work and not give up. I mean, I, I seriously like, had to examine, you know, what am I doing? And is this really what I want? You know, like I wasn't like divorced, Mm -hmm. but it was like, yeah. Oh man. Like, can I do this? You know? Mm -hmm. And I really, I faced that and I, I turned to God and my time of need. And I, um, that, that was hard to do, but (laughs) like, I didn't even know. Feel like you got an answer that you were supposed to stick it out or did you not? And you just did stick it out. Like, no, I absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, every time I had those questioning thoughts, um, God was like, no, you know who he's going to be, you know, who he really is. Um, he's not who you married right now, but he will be far better than you can imagine when this is over. And that was the hope that I stuck it out for. Wow. That's so awesome. So do you have, did you have any moments that were big, huge moments that changed anything for you? Like, this is the last thing I'll ask you, but is there anything big or was it just a slow, gradual process that now you're like, we're good? Or do you recognize any things that were like, wow, I got really, that was huge. Um, There were several, um, yeah, multiple times when um, I had those, episodes with you know with him um reacting to things and having anger or whatever and um being out of control that 
I was able to get through. And each time I did that, I think that was a huge faith builder for me. I think every single one of those, I I could tell, um, like I said, it was, it was happening. And, um, I, I also just knew that I was going to, I I think it comes back to the power of covenants too, because like I said, I, if I didn't really consider divorce, but it was kind of like taking a really hard step back and saying like, what is this? Why is it like this? You know, like, how did we get here? And, um, you know, but I, I really think, yeah, it was those moments. And then the moments with God, just every time I turned to him every time, um, that I needed that grace and I got it, you know, and I, and I really felt his influence, um, just guiding me. I think each one of those really contributed. Yeah. I think that you have just an amazing story of rising above it all, Melissa, in such an amazing way. And I'm like, you know what? We have to get her on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) People help so many people with your perspective and what you've been through and then rising above it. Yeah, I hope so. I want to shout this work from the rooftops because it's, it works. It really does. Yeah. It really is powerful and it's empowering instead of making, I, I mean, I know in the beginning you felt like a victim of it all. And so did yeah. I and it's so <laughs> nice to just be like, I'm not a victim anymore. I'm empowered. Yeah. I've got exactly. this. Like I hear from you. I've got this, no matter what comes up, I've got it. Yeah. And what an amazing like skill set to have before you even have children. Yeah, exactly. That is so awesome. Because that's going to, you know, that always adds another level of, you know, a little bit of complication to any relationship when you add more people to it and you've already got it. You've got all the skills, you've got the tools. (laughs) Well, I sure hope so. Cause I know despite thinking I have this figured out, I'm sure God's (laughs) going to throw some more curveballs at me. (laughs) That is the problem with this life, right? I am not um, blind to that. (laughs) No, no, he'll just keep keep coming, but you have yeah. got some awesome, awesome tools. Yes. And I think your sure. most amazing tool is trust in God and faith yes. in, in his power to get you through anything. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Missy, thanks so much for being on here. I know this will help so many and thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks for sharing your story. Thanks to Daniel for being willing to let you share your story. <laughs> I just think the, I think just amazing thoughts about both of you. And I'm so glad that it's so much better. Yes, me too. <laughs> I remember one Thank time you. I was on a vacation and you called me. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. That? Just like, oh my oh, God, I talked to you for just a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I have a minute. Let's do this. Oh and my gosh. Yeah. That was in the thick of it. <laughs> that was in the thick of it. And just by the end of the conversation, I'm like, she has such a handle on these concepts. She's going to be fine. Yeah. It's definitely fun to look back and realize how far I've come. <laughs> yes. So impressive. So very impressive. All right, Melissa. Well, thanks so much. You're yeah, the best. Of course. I love you, Shari. Thank you so much for doing this. (laughs) We will, I'm sure, meet up again soon. Yes, for sure. All right.
Okay. Go, go take a rest after work and this. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. All right. See ya. Bye.